This is the Wu Wei Wisdom Podcast, our weekly no-nonsense life lessons aimed to inspire you to master your emotional and spiritual health, achieve balance, harmony, and flow, and rediscover the authentic and awesome you. We're your hosts, David James Lees and Alexandra Lees. Now, are you feeling stuck, dissatisfied, and not reaching your potential, but you are scared of stepping out of your comfort zone or making that bold move or decision? Well, in this teaching, we're going to be looking at what's really holding you back and how to overcome it. Okay, David, so is this a common issue with your clients being stuck and held back in their life? I think it's really common, Alex. And there's one word you said in the introduction, which is really important. You use the emotional feeling, scared, frightened, scared to step forward, scared to go out of the known, even if the known and the familiar isn't working There's a part of your mind creates an emotional feeling, scared, frightened, unsure. And so what you do is a drawback. So this teaching is definitely about the inner child work. And I guess that plain devil's advocate here, a lot of people would say, well, what's holding me back is other people or my circumstances. And I I guess for some people, there is a truth in it. So But guess what we're talking about is the problem where it's a self-imposed restriction on ourselves and our life and our personal expansion. Well, it's a bit of both there, Alex, because it can be part of what the inner child mind, and perhaps we should quickly for those new viewers, we're talking about the inner child. As part of your mind, your subconscious mind, you may call it your ego, it's a part of your mind that was developed and kind of locked around the ages of six and nine years old, that when you were experiencing very difficult childhood experiences, you came up with a point of view, a worldview of how to deal with those. And that's still in action now. Those inner child um, views of the world is still in action. So to answer your question, it could be that you're worried about what other people think about you. If you step out of your comfort zone, What would they say? What would they believe? Because you're looking externally for that validation and that approval. Okay, so David, what you're talking about is what you refer to as CCJ, comparing, criticizing and being judgmental. So what holds a lot of people back is that they're worried about being compared, being criticized, being judged negatively. That's one of the things why it's so confusing, Alex, because as you you said, they'll call it the emotions, being scared, being frightened. But really underlining that, there's a belief. Remember, if you agree that you create your emotions, you are not the victim of them. There must be a belief or a reason that you're creating the emotion. So that's one of them, CCJ, being criticized, being compared, or others judging you. And so this will create a fear. But this is a belief. And this is why you have to do that separation. And that's why that teaching is so fundamentally important to this model. You are the creator of your emotions, not the victim. And I'm not saying you shouldn't create emotions. And I'm not saying emotions are wrong. 
I'm saying that you have to be accountable for creating them. So this is why it gets confused. And this is why a lot of the clients can't deal with it because they're not going to the root of the matter. For instance, CCJ, people will judge you. You can't stop them. You judge. In fact, if you think about it for a moment, you're probably the worst judge. You judge yourself and you judge other people. You can't avoid that situation and that puts you into the loop that you can't live to your potential, as your opening was saying. Why you can't live to your potential, Alex? Because you're stuck on the carousel of despair going around and around. And so would you say, David, the belief Mm. that I'm not going to be able to cope if something goes wrong? So if I make that move, if I step out of my comfort zone, if I make that bolder decision, if it goes wrong, I'm not going to be able to cope with the consequences or I'm not even going to be able to cope with the prospect and the the fear of someone criticizing and judging me. So then it all becomes intertwined. <laughs> well, no, what you've done there was very interesting because this is what creates so many problems for my clients because now you've brought in something else i can't cope Mm. now this is the three lies i'm not good enough i can't cope i'm unlovable and so you see what we've got to try and do in this video is to separate all of those you know sometimes when you pick up all your it wires and they're all interconnected and tied what we have to do is to separate them all out So what Alex has just done is put another layer on top of it. So now you've got the CCJ. I shouldn't be criticized. I shouldn't be judged. I shouldn't be compared. And then I'm not good enough. I can't cope. I'm unlovable. So this is the defense the inner child sets up of confusion, of layering one layer on top of another. And so it's easier to go to the feelings. Oh, I can't cope. I'm scared. I'm frightened. I'm anxious. It's out of my control. And so this is the game. I don't like to use the word game, but it is very much like a game that the inner child creates to keep you stuck on the carousel. Yeah, and and from what you said, David, it seems like the inner child, that inner child part of our mind uh, that wants to be safe creates... A, as you described these layers, one layer of protection is not good enough. That is the avoidance of the CCJ. So I'm going to create another layer of defense, which is uh, making sure that I'm not going to put myself in a situation I can't cope. And it's like locking us then in that prison. And then you put us on another layer. Mm-hmm. I want to be emotionally safe. Yeah, okay. I want to be protected. So there you are, very quickly there, we got three layers. CCJ, the three lies, and the big misunderstanding that there is a position that you can be emotionally safe or emotionally protected. But if you go back to the original teaching, which is very simple, do you believe you create your emotions? Well, if you believe you create your emotions, how can you be safe Mm. from emotions that you create? Don't create them. And then you don't have to be safe from them. So you see what you've done there. On a very simple topic, there's three layers of kind of protection and avoidance the inner child has set up. So it keeps on the familiar carousel of despair. Then it will lay another layer on because you know what it will do then? 
it will then compare and judge and criticize you. It's saying you're not good enough. You can't reach your potential. And then this becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy. David, I'm wondering whether it's even smarter than that, this beautiful, creative inner child part of our mind, because it builds this structure of protection to avoid the emotions, avoid being exposed. It puts this in place in our mind and then it almost diverts our attention away from this structure by creating emotions. But also, we blame other people and other circumstances often for why we don't make that move, make that decision, step out of our comfort zone. We don't, I mean, I guess we secretly blame ourselves. Like we, as you say, we say we're not good enough, we're not going to be able to cope. But outwardly we can often blame oh it's because of them it's because they don't really want to do it or it's because you know I just can't get the skill I'm not skilled enough and I can't get the right training so it's because of that and so we create another layer of a, a diversion of a strategy to make an excuse to the outside world as to why we're not as, as to why we're stuck as what as as to why we're we're dissatisfied, but we're not. We just can't do anything about it. That's right. Now you just put on another layer. <laughs> this is like a layer cake. You see how interesting it is, because now you're not being accountable. This is what you're saying. It's not me. It's them. Poor me. Look, you've got to be sorry for me. You've got to cut me a bit of slack. I can't cope. I'm not good enough. This is too confusing. And so what the inner child is doing very successfully, and I agree with you, this part of our mind that we call the inner child, they're not stupid. They're very good. They're very adept at creating these levels of confusion and avoidance. They're doing this for a reason, because they do not want to step into the unknown. They want to keep to the known even if it's unsuccessful. Can I repeat that to you? You will stay with what you know, even if it's unsuccessful. Because what the inner child would really like is for everybody else to change, everything else around them to change and to accommodate them. Of course, this will never happen, but this is one of the characteristics of your inner child. He or she is very stubborn and determined. You're smiling. Your inner child's very stubborn. They will hold on till grim death. They will try and get their own way. And this is another reason why they use their emotional feelings. Because if they believe that other people see them suffering and in stress, that they might ease up on them and give them what they want. I've got a little saying when I'm working with my clients. The inner child wants what it wants, when it wants it, how it wants it. It's very clear. And so when you get to the inner child, it's very strong because it's holding on to wanting things the way that it thinks should be. It would be better for it if it was this way. And of course, then he butts against reality and it's not the way he wants it, and this is the problem. Mm. But David, how do we know when 
we're stuck in this inner child game or this layer cake of self-protection to keep us in the familiar and that's a an unhealthy situation and when we are being appropriately cautious or appropriately taking our time to make a decision or not Mm. to do something which could be destructive where where's the balance between appropriate caution and pausing and waiting and waiting to see get more information before we make a move and being wrongly held back because of our inner child fear well this is what this video is about and go back to your introduction when you say to yourself i'm holding myself back when i'm not reaching my potential when it seems like i'm pulling an anchor along with me all of the time when i'm not spreading out on what i call new snow when i'm following as, as, as other people when i'm too concerned about what they think about me So when you're not reaching your potential, when you're not free inside and you are too concerned with other things and other people and what their view of you, and this is what this video is about and the life lesson, you are stuck in the inner child game and this has become very familiar and almost your way of life. I can see that. So is there a way that we could easily tune into that knowing as to whether we are being appropriately uh, restrained or we're being held back because of inner child fears is there a way we can tap into that difference I think it's, it's what I said I think it's when you know deep inside of you and this is where I think the Wu Wei wisdom model is different because we have this deeper knowing that I call Shen, your spirituality. You know somewhere deep inside of you, some of my clients say their gut feeling or their instinct or their intuition. And I would call that the voice of the sage, that inner wisdom. You know as you're listening to me that you've been caught in this confusion and these avoidances and this has become your way of life you wouldn't be searching for an answer if you didn't have this other voice inside of you that i call shen your spirituality and so you have to do the inner child work and we have many videos on our channel that you can look at reparent the inner child resolve the inner child issues is very important because you can't move on and leave the inner child behind. The whole process of these life lessons and these teachings is to create a oneness, is to bring the inner child and your spirituality together as one, because then you would be an unstoppable team and you will be able to reach your potential. But you can't do that when you're being held back. It's like an internal tug of war. You want to go down that way, and the inner child wants to go that way. I love the teachings of the Taoist masters. They say, imagine a pair of horses pulling a carriage. These are beautiful horses, the best stallions that you can buy. But one wants to go that way, and the other one wants to go that way. And the carriage never moves forward. And that really is the carousel of despair. 
And what we're trying to do in these teachings is to bring those horses into an alignment so they're pulling in the same direction. Because believe me, that when these two are aligned with you, the inner child in your Shen spirituality, nothing can stop you. You will live to your truest potential. You will be authentic. And if other people don't like that or disagree with you, it will almost be a laughable situation because you will be so focused on your path. That's what Wu Wei means, living your life in your path. And this is why this is so important. So get a recognition of your Shen, your spirituality. That's truth honesty and integrity, particularly in your self-talk, stop lying to yourself. Those lies, I'm not good enough. I can't cope. I'm unlovable. Acknowledge them as lies. This is not the truth. And then when you've connected and strengthened your Shen, now you can go and do the really compassionate work with your inner child. You can be the parent that the inner child has always craved for. They want a parent who can nurture them, educate them, show them the right way. That's what they've been looking for, Alex. Mm, wonderful. Thank you, David. And as David mentioned, we've, we've got a huge back catalogue of teachings on inner child work and inner child reparenting, which is absolutely critical to this process. And I will put a link to that catalogue in the show notes, as well as links to other teachings we've done on procrastination and around this whole subject. Thank you so much for listening to this week's Wu Wei Wisdom Life Lesson. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and please rate and review us to help us grow. If you'd like to work one-to-one with David, he supports clients all over the world every week via video call. You can learn more about David's consultations plus our online events, offers and gifts on our website, wuweiwisdom.com. You can also meet and share with us in our private Facebook group, on our YouTube channel, and on Instagram. Search for Wu Wei Wisdom and you'll find us. Until next time, stay happy, healthy, and in your flow.